Praise the Lord, I'm back. This is Apostle Prophet Pamela Richard. Um, I was told ain't nobody going to help you. Ain't nobody helping nobody. From people that are supposed to be Christians. That's just, that's This is what they're saying. Nobody's going to help you. But you see all the different GoFundMe pages. You see the different fundraisers. You see all the different nonprofits on the news and how they put their particular names out there. Um, that most of them have come literally against this ministry. And um, they thought because they got the ball rolling, they thought because they took something that did not belong to them, that there wasn't going to be consequence. God would allow you to, he will allow you to gather it all up. He will sit back and allow you to gather all this stuff up, all this information, all this connection, and totally destroy it if he desires. Or he will allow you to lose it. He will take it from you. However God desires to do it. Because everything just about 80% of it, 70% of it was illegal. It was illegal for people to touch it. They didn't want to get it from me in a personal relationship. Mind you, for me not to have a personal relationship with the uh, leaders in the state of Georgia is is criminal. It's corruption on top of corruption. They're trying to, like I said, use this platform, technology. That's why I say it's so evil. Except when God's true servants are using it to witness. That's it. All the other stuff they're doing on technology with the um, making the money and the, the prophecies, not necessary. Totally not necessary. Because people truly don't, need, don't even know where they are today. Because there's too many people trying to be famous. Too many people want to be seen. Everybody's not meant to be seen. God said that. And you can see that throughout the Bible. There were judges. People telling you how you cannot. They're going to tell you. People that has a, a title as a prophet or prophetess that has not called for repentance not one time on her platform. But pretty much everybody is mentors, life coaches, or motivational speakers because God hasn't called most of them. So everybody wants to come up with this title, but the devil is tricky. So that's an infiltration, again, on the platforms with the true men and women and prophets of God with these false psychics and divinators. And some of them even have a title of prophetess, but there's no growth. You cannot just be a prophetess and you're trying to give, you're talking people to death, meaning that you're not giving any type of directive, you're not getting any type of word, you know, strong meat where people can be sustained, brothers and sisters. Because let me tell you, so compassion is good and all that and fine. But when it comes to the word of God, listen, God's word is anointed. The word is God. So if there's no word coming from God, then there's no growth. And if there's no word coming from a true man or woman of God that's sent by God, that's clean, that's a holy vessel, that's chosen, there's no growth either. So that's why there's madness. Madness because you have a lot of people in pride, a lot of people in their flesh, a lot of people in carnality. As I always said, not to point that I'm perfect, brothers and sisters, God has shown that many times, over and over. But when you get up, you still remain in God the same uh, um, way, meaning a doer of God's word from Genesis to Revelation. You don't change God. You don't change doctrines. You don't change, you know, partners. And this ministry haven't done that. 
everybody's going to make mistakes. Even God, um, his great servants in the Bible, uh, David, King David. But but to be able to see and say that there's no help, nobody's going to help. You can't say that because everybody's looking and seeing how people are helping one another, who they want to help. See, that was the mistake. That was a mistake that that most people have made. But God already being God, Alpha and Omega, he already knew the beginning from the end. And he knew he would sustain, like he did my mother, sustain those ones that's been persecuted and suffering through the world system and the worldly church that God would still preserve them. And they would be unscathed, just like they haven't been through anything. So my desire, I don't have a desire to be like you. I don't have a desire to look like you. I don't have a desire to mimic you or copycat you. That is not my desire. Most people can't say that today. It's sad. And and I've been around for a little while, coming up due to ranks and just being out, you know, just being alive. And it's a whole different generation of people in the church today. I ain't talking about the young people. I'm talking about the old people. There's a whole different generation today. It's not the generation that we had my mother's pastors they're they're gone i heard a pastor actually actually prophesy that <laughs> i heard a uh, pastor prophesy that um you know those pastors not coming back so therefore he feel like he could do what he wanted to do so what he did was i'm gonna tell you um he provoked he tried to provoke me through his sermon and i totally you know ignored him picked it up and ignored him so what he also did was he had a gentleman in there and the gentleman was sick, you know, in, in a really bad way, you know, close to death. And he tried to use the anointing on this ministry for his ministry. I've seen the worst of the worst, God forbid. Knock on wood, because I don't want to see these things coming out this earth, what God is sending here and the pestilence that you have in New York. All that stuff. Think about it. You got all these pestilence in New York. Why? You have all this um, ozone, bad ozone layer. What do you think is coming next? And people still not repenting. Now they're going on cruises. Oh, they're doing this. Oh, they catching a plane here. Oh, they catching a plane there. Oh, it's 4th of July. That's madness. That's exactly the term of madness. Preparation for nothing. Preparation for yourself. But see, men think they are smarter than God. So they develop the, the uh, they develop this thing, this virus to try to destroy and kill people. And God forbid they had. And um, God said a lot of people will be um, in the last day. I can't remember exactly which one in the revelation. I want to say a third of the population. But because of evil, you know, and um, men's heart desperately wicked. So they feel like, okay, what happened to the monkeypox? The monkeypox, you know, they, they stopped talking about that right away. The media controlled by Satan. The media is controlled by Satan. My thing is this. 
we have been around for a minute. These true prophets, men and women, God been around for a minute, and we have been giving our information. People talk. That's one thing they do in the church. They gossip. So why didn't you find yourself a better profession in the media rather than being under the satanic? Because satanic, the media is a part of the satanic order. And you ain't gonna get that nowhere else. You're gonna maybe two, maybe two or three other people, true men and women of God. But the church ain't gonna tell you nothing because it's not the church of Jesus Christ. He's not coming back for that building. He's coming back for his bride and for his remnant. He's not coming back for religion. So of course everybody wanna be in the kingdom now. And God's church back in the day was love, it was peace, it was joy, it was friendship, it was harmony, it was, you know, um unity. Um, no, no gossiping, not like that. No sorry. That was totally forbid. You don't sit there and talk about your brother and sister over and over and all day and don't do nothing to help. Absolutely nothing. You know exactly what's going on, exactly what's coming around down the pipe around the corner and do absolutely nothing. See, this is what all this judgment is about. And see, God knows the ones that are involved in this evil. That's looking out for a certain part of their own community. Why deliberately um, stealing information from God's true servants on the technology or only trying to um, deal with me through technology, which is so disrespectful, you know, and that, that part right there, I have prayed the Lord would deal with that. I pray that people be accountable because nobody deserves to be dealt like, handled like that. You have truly, to the highest degree, have mishandled me in this ministry. And I pray to God that he makes you, everyone involved accountable because that's just total disrespect. And that's not even humanity. That's not even human. Not to have a conversation with a person. When a person is coming, you bet almost tripping, falling over yourself to run the other way. Not want to hear what the person say, not to be able to ask a question, not to be able to get an answer. The pastor running off the pulpit, jumping in the car so he won't have to answer or any of your questions you may have to ask. <clears throat> but that's okay. God already knew the beginning from the end. As I say, judgment is in the hand of the Lord now. All this stuff that you hewed up, that you piled up for yourselves and your friends and your friends' friends and those ones that sold out with you be no good to you. Be no good. A thief is not going to uh, be able to uh, maintain what he has. Even when the, um, the rich man, he wanted to come back and just warn his brother. He couldn't come back. It was too late. See, because this is intentional. This is an intentional crime. It's a deliberate crime from the um, organized church and from the leaders, from the pastors. That's why they can't lead it. And they're not leading in this hour. They lead, have led you astray. The blind leading the blind. Nobody cares about how many chairs you pulled up, pull up to sit in to make it seem like you have advanced yourself. God knows the spirit of the person. God knows that these things have been after the anointing, after this ministry, after the blessing. <laughs> You sit back and you watch, you want to know what the next move is. That's the next move. God's judgment. 
you want to get on here to find out what I'm going to do next so you can jump ahead of the game because you had the money and the resources. Now, let's see what the Lord say about this through his judgment. Let's see exactly what he says and how he feels. These are people that have been warned to get better. And concerning, like I said, the virus, men think, okay, I escaped it. I escaped it, you know, and um, I'm praying for him. Let me tell you something. God is saying, a lot of people that think that we're going, I'm not saying that I'm the one that's born. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that I'm not a part of what the organized church has done, which is a very, um, which is very good considering I was by myself and I could have, God forbid, made that mistake. That would have been a huge mistake because the direction that you are in, the direction that you went in, and a, a type of character and a behavior you had to do what you did. God don't have no stupid servants. God's servants are not stupid by far because, for one, we have his spirit. God allowed these things to happen, God forbid, for whatever reason. And he knows exactly why. So um, the thing that the vet, the virus is coming, is going to be a um, hundred times worse than the first one. God forbid, it's going to be a hundred times worse, and there's no going to be no um, antidote. Jesus is the antidote. If you don't have the real Jesus, it's, it's just too late. It's all over, and it's airborne. One thing God told me a long time ago, he's no respecter of person. And that's exactly what I see. God reign on the just and the unjust. Leave people alone and leave people's stuff alone. You were taught that as a child. People don't want to serve God. They don't want to live God. They don't want to live right. They hate the truth. They hate to live a certain way. I can't stand to live holy. I, I, I want to do this. I want to have my way. And then I want to put Jesus on the back burner. I want to have my own type of church. I want to have my own type of pastor that allow me to do stuff that's not always talking about repentance that's so hard, that Jesus is so hard. And now look at you. Look at what you have done to the world and to people that God created in the beginning to one another. All over greed is stemmed over greed. People seeing that somebody, somebody might got more than them. Crabs in a basket. Totally dysfunctional. No rhyme or reason to it but greed. No rhyme or reason but greed and pride. Want to be seen. Everything is vanity about this um, technology. It's all about getting on here, showing your stuff, you know, trying to get something for your brother, sister, you know, trying to seem like you got the best word over top of the other person's word and you know, um, you got a channel, another person got a channel, you got more subscribers. It's not it's not nothing like it was thirty years ago when people mind their business, sat back at home, you know, um, loved their family, took care of their family, went to church on Sunday, feared God, respected the man and woman of God, knew right from wrong and did the right thing most of the time, not going to God's house playing. 
not taking a position in the church, knowing that you're unclean. So it just got worse and worse because it was accepted. It was accepted. And because um, people thought it was accepted, meaning that, oh, I'm getting away with it. Lord was watching us the whole time. Put us in there because I ain't perfect. Watching us the whole time down here in this training ground, seeing who is going to make it in. My God, help me, Jesus. Who is going to make it in? And you fell for the worst thing, which was money. Money is the root of all evil. The money that the Lord gave me put in for the ministry, for those ones that was homeless on the streets, on the heads and the highways, in case of having ministry you don't know that I have. And why wouldn't you sow into something where you have to, where I have to do outreach, reach people that has nothing, literally nothing. Total disgrace. But you want to go do the same thing. Listen to this. You wasn't called to do it. Everybody's not called to everything. So therefore, you're not anointed to bring nobody out from being homeless because you weren't homeless. There's anointing with everything you go through. Some people ain't go through hardly anything. They just got a position in the church because they knew somebody or done something they had no business doing to get a position. The truth was told. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. But I'm going to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth to so help me God. I didn't see how people got up the ranks. And it's not how you think. Just because of the church. Because God warned me about that in the first place. There's no way you're going to attract the women going to be in the church and you're not going to uh, draw men. Now, people want to make you see like you're something that you're not. You are attracting women that drew men are coming from the north, south, the east, and west, especially when you're anointed. So let me clear the air about that. Because everything that God makes is beautiful. Not with the Antichrist church and not what Satan makes because it looks like the world. It dresses like the world. It does the things of the world and it loves the world. There's a difference from um, women in the um, in the Antichrist church and women that are in the kingdom that are virtuous women, Proverbs women. That's a big, huge difference. They cannot line up to us. And I ain't got nothing to do with pride because people are so taken back. See, when, when God makes someone, and I've seen, you know, God make some people, and I know that it will take the breath out of you to see God's um, final product, and you saw the person before. So when God makes someone, that person is beautiful, beautiful. So then, therefore, it brings jealousy. It brings intimidation. They want to intimidate you. So they want to stand away from you, make you feel like, oh, well, you're not worth it. How are you going to do that? How are you going to make somebody feel like they're unworthy when you already know where you come from and who you are, who you belong to? And you're not trying to take any shortcuts because you're sold out. So that makes it make you even more exceptional. Thank you, Jesus. Ain't nobody playing with this thing.
because religious, they want to dress up, they want to do everything they want to do, be all prideful, but then they always try to throw accusation at God's true servants that he has beautified for his glory. For his glory. In Jesus' name, amen.